What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you? Uh, we're doing great. We're coming off of, uh, I don't know if you saw CPAC, but my goodness, we are, we are so strong. We are so strong and so tough. And there's so many people who want to fight for their president and know that the election was stolen. And uh, we're feeling very confident that we will take our country back. You're supposed to take the country back this Thursday. Is that correct? On March 4th, you're going to be you're going to be officially the president again. Is that true? Well, that's what our great friend Q says. And uh, I think, you know, that's it's interesting. I think there's some uh, there's reason to believe that, yes, we will have a strong comeback on March 4th. And if not March 4th, uh, they'll probably come up with another date. You know, they'll say like, oh, actually, it's now May 20th and we'll prepare for May 20th. And if it's not May 20th, uh, eventually they'll be right. This is a big month, Mr. President, big month for uh, for you being president again, hopefully this week. And it, plus it is March Madness, which we're going to tell everybody about March Madness a little later. But before we get into March Madness, the first day of March, March is considered February was Black History Month and they name every month now, I guess. And this is um, it's Women's History Month. And with the theme of Women's History Month, I figure you definitely had a list of your top five women throughout history. Yes. Well, you know, of course. Okay. You have to, who doesn't have, one of the great things that you do is you have to keep lists of women and rank them. <laughs> it's called strong feminism. <laughs> real feminism, not like the left feminism. This is real Trump feminism. So I thought we would start off with that and get your list of your your top five women in history. And if you can give us your your number five, who would be number five? Well, number five. And they always say, oh, Donald Trump is so racist. Oh, yeah. Salma Hayek, number five woman of all time. Why is that? Is it because of her daughter? Oh, doesn't she have a daughter? Isn't that the one with the really hot daughter? Uh, well, Sama Hayek is nothing to slouch at. No, I know, but they're talking about, I think it's her daughter who's like, they're saying is like one of the hottest women out today. Well, that would make sense because Sama Hayek is, you know. No, she's a smoke show for sure. I literally had a, a, a five foot two busty cutout in the wall so that she could go back and forth without uh, any problems. Now, why is she your, your, your fifth? Uh, well, I remember when I was getting divorced from Ivana and uh, Martha Maples, my second wife, was we weren't married yet, but she was uh, sucking me off in the movie theater. Okay. And uh, it was a Desperado, a movie Desperado with Antonio Banderas. And all of a sudden I see this young Mexican actress just getting naked riding Banderas. And I said, I, you know, I said to Marla Maples, I said, okay, well, okay, finish up quick, quick. I want to focus on this beauty on screen. So, uh, you know, I think Martha Maples often takes credit for that. And I think that she got a big assist from Salma Hayek. And I remember she was like, wow, Donald, that was more than usual. And I said, well, that had nothing to do with you, you pathetic actress. 
So basically, for women, I think that was woman, Valentine's Day. I think that was our <laughs> first date on Valentine's Day. That's sweet. <laughs> so, so basically, if a woman just stops you um, from doing whatever you're doing and gets your attention, um, she definitely makes the list. Yeah, at least one list. And she's Mexican, so we've got a. I think they call it a colored person on the list. Uh, well. If I don't know, yeah, I guess minority we can call her if you want to put her on the list. Well, people like say person of color, and I thought, well, why don't we just shorten it, cut out one of the words, and we say colored person. I just don't know how PC colored person is because when throughout history people would call black people colored as a derogatory word, so I don't think a lot of the time Latin people kind of want to be black people, so I think it's almost a compliment to call a Mexican. <laughs> colored well that's that's how you feel about it sure i just all i know is i'd like to play with her maracas and you know that's it who is on who's the list of number four eleanor roosevelt i'm shocked can you explain why uh no i'm just kidding they you okay. know they always everybody always says well eleanor roosevelt she she a very unattractive woman, unattractive. Rumor has it she liked women. And, uh, you know, she was married to her cousin, Franklin Roosevelt. And you know what? I'd like to take that back. I am putting Eleanor Roosevelt as my number four woman because she showed that we, we beat World War II. We won, you know this, right? We won World War II. We did. And we had a president who I disagreed with. He was sort of a very radical left, but he did help win World War II with our great generals. And he was married to his cousin. Now, all of a sudden as a country, we came very, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. And we've never been as great again in many ways. So I think what Eleanor Roosevelt did, although she was very ugly and radical left, I think she showed the potential for this country if we would just let presidents you know, marry and have intimacy with close female relatives. So you're saying the power of incest? No, it's actually not called incest. It's just called uh, cousin marriage. <laughs> What's the difference? Well, it's, I think, under the definitions, it's not incest. Now we could change definitions. We could, you know, allow other things if we want to be a great country. But I don't know if we're ready for that yet. But I think, you know, as much as I don't like, I think Eleanor Roosevelt, simply because of this and no other reason, gets the fourth spot for marrying a, a powerful cousin. Well, for the example, it's called an example. I understand. I, I guess that makes sense. Um, she was a trailblazer. Like Damien Lillard. <laughs> well, maybe just not like him, but kind of. Who Who's number three on the list? Oh, number three, uh, you know. <sighs> one of our great women. One of our truly, truly great women. And uh, her name is Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson is number three. Um, I'm going to take a guess because of porn. 
Oh, she does porn. <laughs> what do you knew her from? Uh, just a, a strong, star? a strong businesswoman, uh, and I think she's actually sort of conservative. You know, you'd be surprised how many of these female porn stars you look at their politics, and it ends up they actually like conservatives. So that's why it's just Jenna Jameson is a supporter. I don't know that she's a supporter, but I think she's, uh, you know, just a strong pioneer in sort of uh, women's acting. And, uh, you know, she's done a lot of good work. You know, there's so many you could choose from that field. She's sort of representing, to be honest, representing uh, a very talented sort of subset of, of, uh, of women in our country. But I think... I think you have to acknowledge uh, what a what a great sort of superstar she was in her field. Um, she she definitely was one of the most. She is a household name. And I will met- say this: I, I have to say there's a little bit of sentimentality because I remember when when Ivanka was 15, we would sometimes watch her movies together. You know, I just get some popcorn and uh, Uncle Jeff. Uncle, now we know him as Sir Jeffrey, but Uncle Jeffrey's here as well. Ivanka, we're gonna all watch. A nice movie with Uncle Jeff. Are you telling me that you and Sir Jeffrey and your daughter used to watch Jenna Jameson porn together? When you say it like that, it sounds weird. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll take that as a yes. That is weird. So we have Selma Hayek, Eleanor Roosevelt, Jenna Jameson, number three. Who's number two? Ivanka Trump, of course. You knew she was going to be on the list. I'm surprised she's not number one. A beautiful businesswoman, a beautiful body, incredibly sexual, tremendous United Nations nipples. We call them the UNNs. And uh, just a wonderful person, a great soul. She has a great soul. She's not just a great body. And a great set of hips. Uh, she's a, a very strong soul. And it's it's a beautiful soul. Okay. I mean, this is crazy that throughout history, we're talking history here. I understand Eleanor Roosevelt. I can kind of, Jenna James, understand household name. Selma Hayek, I, I, that's, that's your thing right there. But Ivanka, I mean, I... Do you think you are swayed because she is um, your daughter? No, I mean, do you, you do realize she's probably going to be the first female president we've ever had. And everybody's going to say, oh, she's one of the great women, one of the great women we've had. I'm simply ahead of the game. Ah, I see I the potential. It. I see the talent. I see the way. You should see the, my, some of my supporters are such strong fans of of Ivanka, that when she walks by, you know, normal politicians, they wave their hands. These guys, they wave their penises at her <laughs> very vigorously. They shake it very vigorously, uh, you know, when they see her. So there's there's a, ne- a next, is this, it's a level of enthusiasm that you haven't seen for any other politician. Nobody was doing that for Crooked Hillary, I can tell you that. So when she becomes president, um, the salute is going to change instead of saluting the president, you're just going to wag your penis at her. It's a ticker tape parade. <laughs> I am so curious. Who is number one? 
you're going to be surprised to hear this. Harriet Tubman cosplay Ivanka. So it's when Ivanka dresses up in blackface as a runaway slave named Harriet Tubman. That's the greatest woman of all time. So your daughter in blackface um, pretending to free slaves is the number one um, women for Women's History Month. And we role play and I get I call her the N word. <laughs> God. And and it's it's just it's a it's history. It's uh, respect. It's commemorating a great individual, but making the end. You know, Harriet Tubman. Have you seen this woman? Not attractive. Okay, not a good-looking woman. But we're ta- we're actually honoring Harriet Tubman. We're like Harriet. Don't you wish instead of being short and ugly, you were five eleven with great big breasts, and you know, being also doing freedom also freeing African-Americans. So it's, uh, you know, sometimes we once had Stacey Dash come over to play like a slave that Harriet Tubman was freeing. And, uh, you know, nothing sexual. It was just very sort of beautiful and spiritual and and honoring both women and African-Americans. We actually, I don't like to give away Trump traditions, but on, on leap years, you know, leap year where it's a 29th, where you get that extra day. We bridge this Ivanka gets in Harriet Tubman blackface and we do role play with Stacey Dash where she's freeing Stacey Dash and I'm yelling the N word at her. And we do that until 12.01 AM so that we go from black history month into women's history month. Wow. And it's, and then we have, you know, milk and cookies and we watch another Jenna Jameson film and we go to sleep. That is um, impressive yet disturbing at the same time. That's um, good for you, Mr. President. That, you know, the, left, the left thinks they, oh, we honor women, we honor the blacks. No, not like we do. We do it a lot stronger than you. Now, Mr. President, um, you coined um, the last uh, Perfect Ten uh, Patreon. Interesting, Patriot by the show. way. I just saw on a YouTube video I posted. Yes. Somebody just commented, I kid you not, blacks are slave owners. So we're going to have to look into that. We're going to have to look into uh, okay. Obviously, we've got some real intellectuals commenting on a, a great YouTube. Well, Mr. President, uh, our last Perfect Ten um, Patreon Patriot um, show this, this past week, our, our president, Tom Fitzgerald, who has been our president since the beginning. Pretty much the Liz Cheney now showed yeah. a great betrayal, a great betrayal of his podcast president. Did not show up. So you made an executive order. And by the way, we order. noticed that other people, he, he was the biggest one not to show up, but there were other people who didn't show up as well. There and were. We've taken the names very strongly. So for our Patreon Patriots, you're part of the Patreon. If you're not part of the Patreon yet, become a part of it because we are having an election. We are having an election for the Patreon Patriots to become the next president of the Patreon Patriots. And that will be the election will be on March 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern for that's, our that's Patreon the Patriots. Live Q&A episode. The live Q&A. 
where we nope. will hold the elections and uh, it's, a, it's only for the perfect 10 level. That's right. And if you would like to run for president, you have to become a member of the Patreon Patriots. Email MPGA2020. The deadline is March 13th at midnight. It's March 13th I think you need at to finish, midnight. I think you need to finish that email. What email? You said email at mpga2020. 2020 at gmail.com. I'm sorry, mpga2020 at gmail.com. You're going to email a slogan. What is going to be your slogan? The top two policies for the podcast. And for women, please send a topless pick. And for men, send a topless pick of your woman. And that yes. is what will get you into the election. We will choose our candidates. Those are the filing requirements. You know, they have filing requirements. That's what you've got to do. And the deadline for that is March 13th at midnight. That's right. And the election will be on the 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will notify all our candidates and you will make a one minute speech for your candidacy and which will be voted that night. And we will have a new president of the or Patreon not. Patriots. Not. We're being fair. We're being fair. Tom Fitzgerald is, is he's, he's not barred from running so he can, he can make his pitch. Okay. He, he can run also, but what I'm saying is that it's going to be tough on him. There's a lot of people who are hungry for it. Again, it's mpga2020 at gmail.com. A slogan, your top two policies. Ladies, a topless pick of you. Gentlemen, a topless pick of your woman. And that is March Madness, and it's by March 13th at midnight. That is the deadline. Um, it's going to be exciting. And Mr. President, you coined it. I've never heard this before. You coined this March Madness because it's happening right. in March. You know, nobody, as that. you know, as you know, I'm one of the great branding people that we have. So I thought nobody's ever said that. Nobody's ever even thought that. So March Madness right here. Trump pod. Empaga. Who will be the new Mapiga 2020? Who will be the new Mapiga president? That's right. And speaking with of branding, hard, Mr. President, RT, <laughs> RT, I'm president. <laughs> and you are the expert brander. And we have another awesome sponsor this week, and that is betonline.ag. I know the president, you go there to make all your bets. I make my bets there. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We know football's over, but NBA, college basketball, um, it's not called March Madness, but there's a college basketball tournament coming up. You can bet on that. NHL's in full swing, and baseball's right around the corner. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You get 50% extra. Use code CLNS50. That's CLNS50. Ben Online, your online sportsbook experts. Do not sit on the sideline anymore and get in on the action, people. I bet there. The president bets there. Don't forget to use that promo code. It's CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. 
I bet the under on Sleepy Joe making it to his 80th birthday. <laughs> well, um, how were the odds on that? Uh, you know, let me tell you, I will make a lot of money if if Sleepy Joe goes permanently sleepy. We're talking even richer than Donald Trump. Well, that's awesome. Also, March Madness is crazy this month. We also have a special guest for our Patreon bonus episode. This is for all Patreon patriots. This Thursday, we have on a favorite guest of everyone. Hopefully, the president will be president again on Thursday. Brian Jeffrey Richardson is coming back. He has been... um, campaigning for the president doing everything he possibly can he's going to give us some updates and join us on thursday for the bonus episode for the patreon patriots that's brian jeffrey richardson aka ian finance funny dude uh check it out Um, and by the way i saw i noticed there's two announcements well we'll make our facebook we'll get to the questions in a second but i noticed i used a secret technique to get access to the Facebook page for this show, you know, mm-hmm. they, ba- they banned me because they're totally out of control on Facebook. I noticed there was a woman, an older woman who said she didn't like that. I referred to AOC's D's. She called that tacky. Mm. And then I read the message further and it turns out she doesn't listen to the show. Her husband listens to it. So if you're the husband of the woman who called your president tacky for referring to AOC's D's, you can tell her to suck on D's nuts. I was going to say he should run for president and send us a picture of his wife's D's. (laughs) No, that's not classy. Okay. Now, Mr. President, you had a busy weekend. You were at the CPAC conference wanted to ask you a couple of questions. My first question, what do you think of the gold statue they rolled out of you? Uh, weird dress attire for the statue. It was holding a, a magic wand of some sort, like you well, were you know what, wizard of what, the KKK that's, that's, or something. That's, I what understand. Mal- that's what Melania calls what's in my pants, the magic. <laughs> she calls it the magic wand of the grand wizard. Dido. Now, what do you think of the statue that they were rolling around of you? Uh, I thought it was uh, sort of fat, not as impressive as I am. So it was a good effort. You know, you have to respect the effort when your supporters want to show you love, you respect it. But I thought it was, it was like funny, but I would have preferred a more strong, less cartoonish yeah, that's a, that's a, I agree, Mr. President. They made it out to be a little bit of a joke. It should have been like a statue that you're going to put in front of a stadium. It should have been bronzed. It should have been bigger. It should have been uh, more detailed. It looked like a caricature of you. And whoever did it, I think when you get to, back to being president, you should throw them into prison. We probably will. But to be honest, you know, our party is the party that believes, you know, all artists are gays going to hell and that schools shouldn't have arts programs. So considering that we're very (laughs) anti books and anti art, it's probably a good effort from the MAGA. You know, you have to admit the MAGA crowd is not known for its art. It's true. I didn't look at it like that. So I guess it is is going to be. Excuse me. Excuse me. 
this is why I'm the president, okay? I understand the anger, I, I voice that, but I'm also very reasonable and I know that our Mountain Dew artistic community, okay, is not very artistic. Did you say artistic or autistic? Uh, I would say awesome. What did you think of your speech? Do you think you did well? You you got some good reviews. I would, I would you won some a, people over. I, I would I would say it was a a a thirty three out of ten. That good. Yeah, very strong. Okay, um, there were some people commenting and online. And powerful. Yeah. No, it was. Um, how long did you speak for? You know, when I get up there, I just. Time stops. I just I let them know how I feel, and we just do a very strong speech. Very strong. And how how was the turnout? Uh, it was it was it was a very very good turnout. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, from what maybe I hear, one of the best maybe one of the best turnouts. I heard it was a very successful event, and from- Kim Guilfoyle, did you see her? I wanted to ask you about her little, her dance up there. Um, please tell me, what was her problem or what was she so happy about? Our nickname, our nickname behind Don Jr. Well, actually, we say it in front of Don Jr. too to make him feel bad. Uh, it's not my most creative nickname, but I say, hey, Don, how's your coked out silly whore? <laughs> And it's a joke. He has he has no clue what you're talking about. Well, he does what he does. Oh, hey, hey, hey Dad, oh, all, you're so funny, Dad. Hey, hi, hi. Are you still approving? Uh, um, not approving of their relationship? Oh no, I'm a you know I'm approving because you know I already have you know. No, I remember when she went with you to Arizona. I I get it. Right. So, you know, I, I like that they're in a relationship because uh, she knows that I did her. <laughs> and Don Jr. sort of thinks it happened. He's not quite sure. And I don't like to tell him directly. I'll just say things like, oh, you know, when when Kim wakes up in the morning, she likes Bustello coffee. And then you just walk away. Exactly. It's called mind games. It's called strong mind games. I like that. I like that. Us, you know, oh, is Kim in the shower? Does she still like her showers very hot? Okay, going down to breakfast. <laughs> now, um, Kim, I'm, do you do you like? Would you like more cream in your coffee, or do you just prefer it, you know, in your mouth? Subtle. My point is very subtle, so that Don Jr. You know is confused. So he's going, "Dad, what do you mean, Dad?" <laughs> it's fun. It's all fun family games. That's nice. Keeping strong, it in the family. Strong family. Of course. I, um, Andrew Cuomo, Governor Cuomo. You're not a huge fan of his. Um, he is in trouble now for allegedly sexually harassing two aides, uh, making a sexual advancement on another woman, and everyone just coming out now about this. What are your thoughts on this? Because you have been in the same um, situation where women have came out, come out against you. But I know I was accused of rape. 
And I think you would agree that sexual harassment is so much worse. <laughs> and what Andrew Cuomo is doing is so much more disgraceful. And to pick on AIDS, the only person I liked picking on AIDS was Rush Limbaugh, and he died. So I think out of respect for, for Andrew Cuomo to go around harassing AIDS when that was clearly Rush Limbaugh's thing is the lowest of the low. It's, it's so disrespectful to a conservative icon. So he should have sexually harassed other people and not disrespected Rush? Is that what you're trying to say? That's part of it. That's part of it. Or should he have upped the ante and just went for rape? Oh, no, but, you know, that's... I would say, no, I don't think he should. I, I think that's, like I said, I think that's down the ante, not up the ante, because as you know, it's not as, harassment is the worst thing you can do to a woman. So I, I think angry Andrew is a disgrace, and I think he should be thrown out of office and thrown in jail and possibly given the death penalty. All of that. Just he, he and and a bag of chips. <laughs> he didn't he didn't kill anyone. Why should be he put to death? He sexually harassed somebody, and I don't stand for that. And, and that's worse. Shouldn't. And that's worse than rape in your book. A lot worse. Okay. All right. I, mean, I don't. You know, because as a hip hop as a hip hop person, I rape all the time. They call me one of the. They call me a. <laughs> You know, they say my lyrics are sort of off the charts. You know, Kanye you know, likes mm -hmm. what I do. He says, sir, you, you, you rap so much, you're a serial rapist. Uh, that's a weird, usually someone who is a, a rapper, they call a lyricist or they call um, just a great rapper. Well, they do. They call me a lyricist. So <laughs> it's, you know, they call me both. They call me, uh, you know. When I give to charity, they call me a philanthropist. When I when I when I do bars, they call me a lyricist. And when I, you know, when I'm prolific and putting out many albums, they call me a serial rapist. Wow, I didn't know. I'm learning so much. <laughs> a lyricist. I like that. <laughs> This brings me a few more things to talk about. I appreciate you joining us again this week after we your long weekend. We should get to the questions quick because I will <clears> tell you there is a McDonald's order arriving for me in like 10 minutes. Okay. We're going to get to one new story. Tasty foods. One new story and then questions. You got the vaccine in January and didn't tell anyone. You and Melania. Why you, mm. Why do you keep it a secret? Because I think what a couple does is that couple's business. I don't think that our medical uh, doesn't have to do with anybody. You know, we have a relationship uh, and sort of an arrangement that isn't anybody's business. And, you know, Melania wanted to, you know, she's going to be doing uh, uh, some extra work. You know, she's going to be getting back to her passion and she wanted a clean bill of health. So she got, uh, she got therapeutics and she got some uh, treatments and the vaccine. And I thought, well, you know, we, we, with our arrangement, I was partaking in some activities as well. So let's get a clean slate. So I got some medications and some ointments and some vaccines as well. So uh, what we do, I don't think has anything to do with what other people want to talk about. I'm talking about the COVID vaccine, Mr. President. Oh. And I don't, what, what I don't understand is that if you would have 
come out and said you got the vaccine, I think more your supporters be more open minded to getting the vaccine also and, and really help this country get vaccinated so we get back to normal. Why wouldn't you come out publicly and say that? My supporters, some of my supporters uh, think vaccines uh, make you gay. And I want to respect that. I want to respect their opinions. It's called freedom. So I don't want to throw it in their face if they don't want to get the vaccines because, you know, they think they'll turn into lizard people that like same sex lizard people. Then I, you know, they're, they're entitled to that. It's called a free country. All right. Well, that's understandable. I I think you should have come out and said that you were vaccinated because I think you would have really helped this country out. You are, you, you got the COVID vaccine. When? In January at the white house before you left the white house. Oh, interesting. That's news to me. Uh, Thank you. So you didn't know you were vaccinated. You're just getting a shot. You just let people just give you a shot and not tell you what it's for. Sometimes could have been heroin. No, I would have known it was heroin. But you don't do drugs. You wouldn't have known. I also, you know, never operated on someone's heart, but I know <laughs> what a heart I, is. I know what a heart is. It's a thing that makes you weak. <laughs> Mr. President, before we get to the questions, um, just want to let everybody know. Check out Bet Online also, patreon.com slash MPGA. It is a big month, people. We have Brian Jeffrey Richardson coming on for the bonus episode this Thursday. And then also the big March Madness Patreon Patriot election is happening on March 25th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Get in your submissions. It's MPGA2020 at gmail.com. March 13th at midnight is the deadline. We need a slogan, your top two policies for the podcast. Ladies, a topless pick of you if you're running for president. And men, a topless pick of your woman if you're running for president. And anyone can run, right, Mr. President? Any, any Patreon member can run. Even right? any Patreon Perfect 10. So you okay. got to upgrade to Perfect 10. It's got to be a Perfect 10 member. But any Perfect 10, even African Americans and women can run. Wow. And if I may make one announcement before we do questions. Sure. On Facebook, there is a failed comedian who has now rejoined Facebook because he was scared to be on Facebook when I was president, even though I'm still president. J.L. Covan is now on Facebook and he will be posting many nasty things. So I suggest you friend him or follow him and then inform me of what the hell he's talking about. Thank you. Will do. That's not a problem. Um, Mr. President, we have some questions for you from Facebook. Let me get them out for you here. Um, They are some some long-winded questions, Mr. President. I'm just going to warn you. Some long-winded questions. If I need to, I can shorten their questions and then just assume what their question was. Okay. my apologies, Mr. President. I, uh, my phone lost the questions. Here we are. So, <clears throat> all right. 
Dear Mr. President, Sir Esquire, I missed the very powerful QAnon, but my questions are, um, you already answered this. Can you run, if you're an African-American, can you run for president for, um, here, now that you are not president, is mesothelioma still for sale? And you're selling your wife? Did you make that announcement? It's, no, no, excuse me. It's, it's a rental. Okay. okay, we're not selling. It's called rent. So you're just you're 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 renting your wife out to people. She is. It's for the premium first lady rate. It's ten thousand an hour, a hundred thousand for a weekend. Okay. We'll travel. You must provide airfare. This question I don't understand, but I will read it to you. Uh, sir, Mr. President, Emeritus, Sir, Doctor, Doctor, Doctor Esquire, Your Honor, Pro Tempore, Mr. Potato Head, T Chief Justice, Sir, after you gave up $85 billion to serve as our great president, abstaining from violating the emoluments clause, how will, how will you continue your unbroken string of business successes finally liberate, liberated from all the Demcuck Lib government regulations? I understood that question. And <laughs> basically what I'm doing is right now investing in large department stores and indoor shopping malls. I hear that they're the, okay. they're the way of the future. So I'm investing in large department stores and indoor shopping malls as well as DVD players. Ah, okay. Um, this question, it talks about the, the statue. Um, we've, we spoke about it. Do we need the question about the statue? From I'll this ask past it quickly weekend? and we can insult the question if, it's, if I don't like it. Second, was the golden calf Bob's big boy statue with patriotic underoos and a suspiciously small magic wand really on brand for our greatest president? We've already discussed the Grand Wizard's magic wand is very impressive. Block that person. Who is that asking? Uh, Andrew Danley. Yeah, that's what I thought. Block plastic from here oh, on out. That's plastic we're blocking. <laughs> no longer welcome on our strong. Well, we don't have to block him, but he is ineligible for. I want to see if he tries to run for, for, for Patreon president, because I can tell you what, not getting my endorsement. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, that, that question, uh, the first one was was from, uh, oh, your boy Rudley. Rudley. Rudley had the first question, but we didn't ask it because he was asking it, can, can, can black people run for president? Um, and then Andrew Danley was the second one. This comes from Dylan Kochi. Dear Dr. Sir President, Sir Dr. Dr. Sir Dr. Esquire, Sir, I just got done watching. Excuse me, left off one doctor. <laughs> I'll add it. Thank you. Doctor, I just got done watching the great Jeff, Sir Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix and now realize why you were so fond of such a charismatic man. Now, we all know he was a ladies' man. My question to you is what did Mr. Epstein look for in a woman? Thank you for letting me speak to you, sir, doctor, sir, doctor, president, sir. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, what he would look for in a woman? Yes. Uh, if she had a mother younger than him. 
So the mother had to be younger than him. And that is so, okay. So basically the girl had to be under. But age ain't nothing but a number, as I like okay. to say. But that was his criteria. He'd say, we'd be in a shopping mall in Florida. And he'd say, look at that woman. I'd say, she's hot. And he'd go, how old do you think? I'd say, you know, she looks like she's, you know, 29, 30, a little old for me. And he would say, yeah, but check out her, uh, check out her daughter. That's, that's uh, awful. Okay. <laughs> that is absolutely awful. He is a, uh, he's sir, but he is an awful man. Um, we have, we have one more question, Mr. President, and you've answered this question before, but time changes. So maybe your mind has changed and, um, more things have gone on in your life where maybe your decision is different. It says, um, this is from Layla Bobier, Mr. President. Sir, very French. Sounds very French. It, it does look French, too. Mr. So, President. Sort of weak. I'm, I'm anticipating a weak question. It, it might be. Uh, Mr. President, sir, king of all presidents. I see you still oh, that's have. A good, that's a good start. Nobody's ever called me king of all presidents. I, I know. Like that's that. a good one. That's a good one. I see you still have millions of supporters out there who really love you. Will you run again in 2024? The answer is yes to that, right? We're not allowed to say wink, wink because of certain filing requirements. So let's just say maybe. Maybe. Yes. Okay. And who might you pick for your vice president now? Like who might be your vice? You you said you were going to stick with Mike Pence in the past, but I don't know. He's been loyal, disloyal, back to loyal. I don't know. I wouldn't want someone in my corner like that where you couldn't trust. So do you have a different vice president who you'll be picking for 2024, maybe? Well, I'm inviting Lauren Boebert, Christy Nome, uh, and Kim Kardashian to have uh, tryouts for vice president. And what what happens in, in the tryouts? Uh, an oral exam. Um, could you ex explain that? What, what, what kind of oral exam? You know, a sort of uh, a, a deep penetrating oral exam where we learn about, you know, how much they know off the top of their head about American history and government and the Constitution and uh, my policies, you know, that kind of oral exam. Okay, that's understandable. So it's going to be a competition almost. Are you going to air the competition or stream it or? Oh, they'll be streaming. So you're going to stream this competition. I'm going to stream every person in the competition. <laughs> okay. Will it be televised? It'll be on the Peacock platform. <laughs> so you've already been shopping this around. Shopping it around and it's going to be streaming NSFW. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Mr. President, uh, thank you so much for your, for your time again this week after a busy weekend at CPAC. Uh, thank you to all the listeners out there. Patreon.com slash MPGA. You want to get on this month, March Madness. We have Brian Jeffrey Richardson for our bonus episode this Thursday. Also, the election. 
You don't want to miss the election. If you want to run and you are a perfect 10 Patreon Patriot, mpga2020 at gmail.com. Slogan, two policies for the podcast. If you're a woman, a topless pick of you. If you're a man running a topless pick of your woman, the deadline is March 13th at midnight and the election will take place. Excuse me. I'd like to be inclusive if you are, because we're not limiting anybody. If you happen to be a man and who is... LGBTQ, a topless picture of your mother or sister will suffice. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first. Okay, so if you part, you you're allowed it's to run. Called, we're in inclu- the Dems talk about inclusive. We're inclusive. We're more inclusive than them. That's perfect. Um, so check that out. Also, betonline.ag. You need to make any sports bets, bets on any reality shows. You want to play some poker? Go to betonline.ag. They are great over there. And uh, follow me at JNOG on all social media. Um, Mr. President, any parting words? Hi, guys. It's JL. I'm not even pretending to be the president right now. <laughs> uh, a few social media things. I am on Facebook now uh, trying to uh, avoid some of the Twitter algorithm issues I've been having. So please, if you're listening to this and you're on Facebook, by, by all means, don't join Facebook to follow me. But if you're on Facebook, please uh, friend or follow me. And Check out my podcast, uh, Righteous PK Podcast on, uh, just go to jlcomedy.com. You can find the links there. Um, No shows this month for me, but I will be uh, fundraising for a charity in Haiti. So uh, if you just keep up with me on uh, one or more platforms, uh, there'll be some stuff involving that. So it's a March is a month for for giving folks. And uh, thank you for listening to this show. And this is a kick-ass episode. March is going to be, March and April are going to be great months. We're going to reward our longtime supporters with incredible content. And, uh, but please, if you have a friend or two who like political comedy, get them on board now. So thank you for your support. Have a great week and uh, God help us all.